We find that we have many cups in our lives and we have many types of things that fill them. Where are you with the cups in your life and what kind of drink are you drinking from? Now, we're going to talk a little bit more about that today. So as you kind of put your thinking caps on today and and uh, get ready, let's go ahead and talk about that. Well, I'm here with my brother, Sam. It's good to see you, brother. And uh, that intro was a little bit different. In fact, I kind of wanted to kind of pose the question or maybe pose a little bit of a scratching, those scratching of the head, rather. But uh, those that have been with us on Sunday will catch the drift a little bit more. But, uh, you know, we all have uh, the different stages, different seasons, different things that we're going through in our lives. And the cup kind of represents uh, where we're at. What cup are we drinking from? And and we're to take it. And so we're going to just talk about that a little bit. But before we do, brother, you have a new member of your family. Absolutely. Yeah. We have a brand new baby in the Lewis family, Sam Lewis Jr. That's right. I love that. And uh, is is he supposed to be the last one? You think he will be? He will be the last. He will be. (laughs) (laughs) We we don't want any more. Okay. Uh, We we love children, but uh, we have enough. (laughs) I understand. I understand. Well, it's good to see you. And and, um, intro intro or intro yourself in a little bit. Just again, um, uh, you live up in Terre Haute with your family. Um, Yeah, I'm in Terre Haute, Indiana. just just a guy that loves the Lord, um, loves coming to this wonderful ministry and sharing the word. Um, I'm a man with five kids and a wife. Uh, as I said, the newest addition is Samuel Lewis Jr. And he's already a handful, but he's a bundle of joy. Yeah. Uh, even at 3 a.m. when he's still awake and doesn't want to go to sleep. But... He's not on a two-hour regimen, sleep for two hours, then wake up and feed, and then go back to sleep. Nope. He wakes up at around 11, 11.30, and he's just up. <laughs> so, wow. But uh, it's still we're still grateful because he's a healthy boy, and so and all of our family is healthy, and that's what we praise God for the most. Oh, absolutely. And uh, I love that. And um, I know that the blessings of our children are absolute gifts. Yes. Precious things from... Uh, uh, gifts from the Father above, and so precious. And um, I know I'm grateful to have the sons and that I have. And uh, Stacy and I are just um, overjoyed yes. with those gifts. So Absolutely. I know that you are as well. Well, um, life is very interesting right now uh, in a lot of different ways with with COVID, and and as it continues to kind of find its Oh, I guess they call it the deviant and the type of thing that are going yep, on. Yep, yep. Um, was your hospital stay kind of a, a weird one? Did you have to, you know, in, in the yep. birth of the baby? And did that, it was a lot different, I suppose, than the ones that before came. It was came. very different. Uh, when Layla was born, we had visitors constantly. And, uh, you know, three or four people in the room at a time. Uh, just coming to show love and whatnot, but this time around, you could only have one guest a day. Mm. So when and 
anytime that guest left, they were never able to come back in. Oh, so, really? uh, we had one guest, uh, of course, uh, mother in laws, and then my mom, she came up, uh, and they were able to stay for a little while, and that was it. So, it was very different, very yeah, different. I bet it was. So, but that's it, the time we live in right now. Well, it's true. Um, how long did you guys? Uh, how long did she stay? How long did the baby stay? End up staying? Uh, we were in the hospital uh, three days, so we uh, were basically just like Jesus. Uh, no, <laughs> uh, three days, and then we were released to go home, mm-hmm. and you know, been there ever since. And so, of course, we had some visitors since then. You know, family, friends, and you know, a very small circle. They have come in and held the baby and blessed us. And, our food and different things like that so love was constantly shown and we thank god for that as well so but yeah that's great well um, i'm glad that it was i'm glad the family and and everybody i know, you knew that that was going to happen eventually anyway yeah, but right, right. but uh was able to at least uh, join in on, oh, yes. uh, on the welcoming in and getting things going but I just thought I'd touch base a little bit with you. You know, this no problem. It's man. it's been a while since you've been on the podcast, and yeah, I really yeah. appreciate you coming. Oh up yes, and, yes, um, and sharing your time with us. And I know that that the folks, the listeners, are going to enjoy our time together here today. Um, we did have Sam this last weekend uh, come in and and bring the word and and um, uh, you know, in the midst of all of that is happening. It's just awesome to see how God continues to stay consistent and faithful. Absolutely. And so even in the Word and the bringing of the Word and those that do bring that, and most of the time it's uh, Pastor Eddie, um, we have have just such a neat connecting points as the Lord, the Holy Spirit, um, uh, prepares our hearts and our minds as speakers as we bring the word and and it's all interconnecting and I and I believe that what you brought on Sunday was just that very same thing um, of course that's just the way the Lord works yes you know? absolutely that's the way the Father works so um, it's good stuff so as we get diving into it um, and talking about it here in just a few minutes uh, right before that I'd like to go ahead and have a word of prayer and let's just commit this whole time to the Lord amen all right Heavenly Father, thank you for this day, and thank you for all that you're doing in our lives. We truly mean that, because you sustain us, and you you hold us close, and you're watching over us, Lord, and sometimes in the midst of uh, trials, tribulations, challenges of our life, we we wonder sometimes, Lord, are you you near? Where are you? Yes. But you're always near. And you're always around. And and in that process, we just need to make sure that we're storing, staying close. We're staying in the Word. We're um, making it a habit to connect with you in our hearts and our lives. And uh, uh, the comings and goings, uh, they all interweave into this awesome tapestry that you are designing. And I know, Lord, that... We need to continue to stay faithful unto our walk, unto you. So I pray that we'll just continue to yield unto you. And just even in this moment, Sam as I and I uh, talk a little bit more, we just ask that the Holy Spirit will, will guide this talk, that you'll be over it. And uh, Lord, 
just lead the way. Thank you for all that you're doing, all that you're yet to do. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, brother, um, you spoke about take the cup, taking the cup. And so when you when you hit that text to me, he sent that text to me, and I said, I said, uh, uh, I need a I need a title and a scripture maybe you know help me out a little bit as we're kind of getting prepared. And he says, Well, this is what I got. And you said, Take the cup. And I said, oh, Okay. <laughs> I said, well, I got my coffee here. I guess I'll take that cup. <laughs> Raise it to Sam. Here you go, Sam. <laughs> Yeah, so, oh yeah. Oh, uh, thank yeah. you for the clarity on Sunday, by the way. Oh yeah, it was a cliffhanger. I know it was. And I told my wife, I said, Steve is probably just like, what is he talking about? <laughs> so, oh yeah. So well, I think the great thing about it is, you know, when you when you think about, okay, well, all right, maybe he's talking about um, Jesus and, and maybe the communion, or uh, you know, maybe 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 this is. Uh, and I actually did reference a little bit about the Gethsemane and, and that because my mind went to the scriptures and I thought, well, okay. But I love the way the Lord was able to help guide you in what this meant and and, and bringing that to us. And and I love uh, I love that. So describe a little bit about what you did on Sunday as, as the Lord brought that to you. The scriptures, uh, again, in Matthew. Yeah, go ahead and just kind of mention something. Well, it was um, it was interesting, uh, and I was kind of worried at first because I'm like, is this going to make sense? Um, looking at all the different understandings and meanings of a cup in Scripture, um, I mean, you can go so many different ways when you talk about the cup or a cup. But this was something that God had given me because one of the personal challenges that we all have and then collectively as a body of Christ there are so many things that are going on in this world and you know Afghanistan uh, storms and who knows what else is going to be um, happening soon it's, but unrest, it's just it's just constantly something all the time and so when the Lord began to show me that that Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane and he was also having a difficult time accepting the reality of this cup. And he asked the Lord three times, take this cup, let this cup pass. But after a while, when he got to the point where he just understood that it was not going to happen, he began to just drink whatever was in the cup, if you will. And so that's really what kind of led me in to that we all have something that we have to just accept and go through so many things that we are challenged with and we we it's not that god doesn't hear our prayer it's just right now it's he's not going to move it you know and it's probably you know we can't see it now but it's somewhere in there the greater good is coming but it it's difficult to see and so yeah, it's a hurtful time. Uh, man, we just have to take the cup and go, you know. Yeah. And it was de- I know it was definitely a cliffhanger, uh, especially when you sit there and listen to it. For those of you that don't know, Steve was so uh, interested in this 
this message that he came in on the first service of said it. And I said, wow, he really wants to know what is this man talking about here? Yeah. And so uh, we, we praise God that we were able to uh, deliver a message that uh, first was, you know, good for the people. And for my sake, it made sense. Thank God. So Yeah. It, it, just to give you a little bit of description uh, of what he's talking about, a lot of times during that first service, I kind of debrief the, the band underneath. We we talk about some things. We maybe get some refreshments because they're, they're there from 7, mm-hmm. about 7.15 on, and, and we get them going and practice with them and get things set up. And so if you don't see the band and I, the very first service, a lot of times we have the message in our ears just to make sure that we're, you know, n- not... Uh, well, maybe it's maybe it's, we aren't falling asleep <laughs> underneath, but no, uh, you know, getting uh, getting kind of reacclimated to okay, all right. But this, that morning, I said, I'm gonna go check out Sam <laughs> because I if, as as we roll from now, I do this every once in a while, but as we roll from one service onto the second, if there's something that kind of gets in there, and I. And I kind of knew where the Holy Spirit was leading me with worship, but if there needed to be like one song I needed to flip flop, mm-hmm. you know, I was wanting to do that. If if there was something that I needed Absolutely. to readjust, Absolutely. but it was kind of an affirmation. Um, Amen. Yeah, you know, when Amen. it came in, and so that's that's awesome. It yes. uh, it's kind of fun. <laughs> uh, sitting over there, well, looky there, there's Steve in the first <laughs> service. <laughs> oh yeah, it was it was funny. It was funny. Yeah, it's good stuff. So. When when this started to pull at your heart um, to bring this message, what were kind of and, and you kind of mentioned Afghanistan? Was it Afghanistan that really kind of like threw it in there a little bit more for you? Because that was a that's a little bit of a I, heavy right now. I was I was actually I was doing a series on uh, victory, okay, and I was uh, doing a ministry over the phone. Uh, with this uh, church uh, probably about two months ago and or so and as we were doing it one of the things I was dealing with the Garden of Gethsemane and victory and when I was ministering at that time I said to the people I said sometimes you just got to take the cup and go and it just hit me and you know I was just it just said that and people were just like yes 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 and I'm like, I don't really know what that meant myself. So, but it connected with other people. And then a gentleman that I was, uh, the pastor called me and was like, man, he's like, I know that uh, take the cup part was from the Lord. He's like, you got to go work with that some more. And he was like, I know that wasn't your title. He was like, but it, it, it touched us all. He was like, you know, that is something that we see that Jesus was dealing with. He was like, go work with that some more, man. You got to, because God has a message in that. I want to stop you right there for just a second. I think that that's awesome. What what you're saying there in in that ta- in in speaking of that moment with another brother in Christ, another leader, mm-hmm. and and affirming and and yes. confirming some things that are going on. And, and and listeners, I just want you to to know that as the Lord brings. Uh, a word or um, a message or an idea or a creative thought or something that he implants there's a process that goes through um, the anointed that that 
that have been called to preach. Yes. There's a process sometimes that goes on where we wrestle with it by ourselves mm-hmm. and with the Word and with the Holy Spirit. And that a lot of times that was that's what it is. But then there's times where you're wrestling with something and somebody brings in and, and it gets it gets concreted down. It, it's packed down a little bit right. tighter, right? right? And then there's times like this where in the in the process of bringing a word like you just mentioned yes yes and then a brother will come across and he'll say that really hit home yes just as you mentioned yes and and whether it's with the congregants or, or the or, and I say that but with the family I think that's better I like that better with the family and and the response from that the needed um, thrust in this is not just for that particular family or tribe but that is then on it's like a broader sense yes you need to work on that this let's let's uh decipher or not decipher but let's filter that through let's let's get that worked out and i think that that's yeah absolutely i just kind of wanted to share some of the details about how sometimes that does work and and uh it's weekly sometimes it's it's way out ahead like yes, you know absolutely. three months and you don't know really where it's going all of a sudden it comes down and it settles in and you're realizing wow lord this is and when the lord spoke that into my spirit um of course i didn't have the full thought of it put together and i, I could just sense and you know sometimes when you're ministering you you wrestle with yourself and is this going to make sense you know the the humanity of uh, you know that that side of you is like is this gonna make sense will they get what i'm saying uh is this too deep you know uh, then you know you just have to learn how to just really trust the lord mm-hmm. because there's one thing i've begun to really understand is no one knows his people better than the lord yeah. so uh when we all are preaching and ministering to the family of christ uh we have to understand that whatever he is saying he knows what they need. Mm-hmm. And so when I begin to minister at that particular um, time to that congregation and that, uh, the pastor was saying to me, take that message, really work with it because that's from heaven. Mm-hmm. And he said, when that, that message is from heaven and it's something that you're going to have to tell other people, he was like, so take it. And I said, all right, I will. And so uh, when we were, when I was preparing to give this lesson, you know, the Lord truly spoke to me. And he was like, this, there's so many cups, as you said, that we have. And I, I don't know. And someone shared with me after service that they were dealing with cancer in their body. Um, another, you know, many different things. You know, my son, son was hooked on this. And, you know, so many trials that this person was having. But they were at peace with it and that was one of the things that i was really wanting to focus in on that when jesus just accepted the cup i think it was around verse 42 he was like i'll drink whatever's in the cup paraphrasing uh and so let it be done you know when he got to that point it wasn't about what peter james and john it wasn't about whether they were going to pray with him or not it didn't matter anymore because now i'm at a point where i have inner victory though i'm going through and so when we get to that point where we can have an inner victory that begins to speak to the fact that lord i'm totally trusting you even though you're not acknowledging Mm. or you're not doing what i would like for you to do Mm -hmm. 
it still doesn't change the fact that you're good to me. And I think when we go through some of the worst times in our lives as believers, but yet we're still confessing the awesomeness, if you allow me to say that, Mm -hmm. of Jesus Christ, that's when people really begin to say, you know what? Hey, that, that there's something about this Jesus. You know, he this person's going through all of this and they're still talking about Jesus. All right. You know, that speaks volumes about our relationship with the Lord. And so uh, it's not just, you know, everything is great in my life. No, I'm going through too. But I'm taking this cup and I'm just going to walk with it. I'm mm-hmm. going to drink whatever's in here. And I know after a while, I'll get the victory right. completely. Right. So let's take that from a personal uh, side it's an individual you know we kind of talk about that individually mm-hmm. but we're also talking uh, the the more general but or maybe more the blanket statement not that it's a general sense um, less important mm-hmm. um, but a very very uh, important covering over the body of Christ mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this day and age, and that's some of the things that we talked at the very beginning. We talked a little bit about COVID and and um, uh, the weather, how it's just been crazy in yes. Afghanistan, and we think about Haiti having the earthquakes, yes. and then and then the trials and tribulations they've got down there, and so all of these different things, and then we've got unrest here at the states. Um, it's not just here in states; it's it's across the world, and so when we start to think about that. Mm-hmm. We need to then gravitate towards, okay, well, yes, this practice of taking the cup is an individual thing. Mm-hmm. And we need to practice that right. in the understanding of, uh, yes, this is what I'm going through, but God. Right. But right. God. I, I, but and Jesus is my fortress and, and I am I am strong in him and, and, and it's even beyond that a little bit by yes. saying no matter the process, no, or no matter what is in this cup at this point in time, mm-hmm. Lord, I accept the understanding yes. that you are faithful right. and you are forever. Yes, and you've brought Jesus into my our lives right, right, right. for eternity. Mm-hmm. So, as we as we expand that thought, we expand it to the body of Christ, and there is a word that. I've been studying for the last couple of years. That's called uh, that. That is the, the name of that is Maranatha. Uh, Maranatha, and in fact, when you see it written out, it has an exclamation mark at the very end. Maranatha, and it goes along the lines of this, because Maranatha in the New Testament, um, I think it's, and I wish I had a little bit more in depth to, to in the study aspect of this. To share with you today in the more details, but it's used only two or three times in the word, and the last time it's used, it's used as a Maranatha, a proclamation mm. of saying, like speaking it out to the Lord. Yes. Lord Jesus, come. Yes. There's there's a Maranatha where this praise and this Maranatha, the Lord has come. Mm-hmm. Right. This, the Messiah has has come. Yes. Now, the cry needs to be from his people, Lord Jesus, come. Yes. In the sense 
that these days are as heavy as they are, mm-hmm. and the recognition that no matter the cup, yes, Lord Jesus, come, come, because the eternal is 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 much grander, much more so. And though the trials may come before that time, right. I'm going to see uh, that, 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 that I'm going to drink that cup because of Jesus. I'm going to keep my, uh, dare I say it this way, keep my uh, my wicks trimmed and as a bride, right? And yes, yes. Expecting. Yes, absolutely. Expecting the Lord's presence, uh, expecting His is coming. Right. It's coming back for us. So let's speak into that a little bit. Uh, I know that it that um, it, and I say let's speak into it a little bit. We have been speaking into it a little bit, but yeah. but let's talk a little bit more about that. Um, some some believe that um, the Lord will take up His church, um, and and uh, just um, that. Save us through tribulation. You know, it's kind of a, a, a pre-trib type of feel. Some some will say, well, um, he will show up in the midst of it. He will, you know, all these different things, mm-hmm. and and not knowing, no one knows, no one knows, no, the coming of the Lord. In a sense, I think we're already facing a level of tribulation. I think that uh, in this day and time, one of the most persecuted, I guess you could say, entities is the church. Um, I was speaking to a man, this gentleman, he was was way older than me. Um, He was probably in the 70s. And I asked him, I said, um, his name was Elder Reinhardt. I said, Elder Reinhardt, I said, have you ever seen um, this much attack on the church or the existence of God he said it's always been around he was like but now he said it's he said I've never seen it like this before he said because of you know the internet uh, social media he was like there's so much that you know people can say anything they want to and he's like then people will start to gravitate to that you know oh that's a good well articulated point and so then people start to question the existence of God and so I think that the church is uh, suffering an attack or a type of tribulation right now I mean you you say that you uh, love Jesus Christ and instantly it can spark anger in some people because you know hey well my grandfather prayed every day and he still died. I'm sorry that happened, um, but that doesn't change all of reality. You know, we think that just because, and this is the thought process of people in this day and time, that we talk about this great God that we serve, and he's great. So that means that there should never be any troubles in the world. That's what they believe, and that's how they look at it. So now we have to take this cup 
of anger that people have towards God because God didn't do what he they wanted him to do. Mm-hmm. We have to take this anger because they feel that the church is greedy. They're only about money. They're not helping anyone. They're not doing any ministries. And so we are having a type of persecution and tribulation in the church that we have to just, you know, okay, this is the cup that I have to take. All right, that's fine. That's what it is. But I know without a shadow of a doubt that God will prove himself. Mm-hmm. I get a little frustrated sometimes. I ain't going to lie to you. I'm like, Lord, why don't you just go ahead and shut all these people up? Please, you know, let them know. Let them see. But that's not God. God is, is he tells us he's slow to anger. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking like, none of this, this hasn't made you real angry yet. <laughs> no, it hasn't. But in all of that, God is still showing himself <coughs> But people yeah. don't want to accept it. And so now, like I said, um, it's it's a form, I believe, of tribulation. But in the end, no matter how bad it gets, people still turn to God. Because soon as the greatest hardship in their life hits, the first person they seek out is someone from the church. Say a prayer for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, we, we, we get there. We'll get there. Uh, but I think... Yes, it's, it's, as I said Sunday, it might get a little worse before it gets better because this is a place of unrest, but it can't allow us and those in the family of Christ to begin to walk in fear. One thing I know about God is he's faithful. That's right. He's faithful to his church. He's faithful to his children. So therefore, we just have to continue to walk through and go through the process. Yeah. His love is beyond measure, mm-hmm. and His faithfulness is forever. Yes. I think that sometimes our humanness, uh, well, as you've said, curbs it. It, mm. it we, we want Him to, well, I say we want Him to, but, but our mind uh, gravitates that which we have known as human and we try to form him into a box. Yes. yes. And our God is not that way. No. Um, we've recognized in the scriptures many, many times that, that um, well, in fact, it says, my ways are not your ways. <laughs> Absolutely. My Absolutely. ways are not your ways. And so when we, when we go about these things, we, we must continue to submit and yield unto his authority, yes. unto his will. And so, it, I think one of the things that we, we you've mentioned something that frustrates you, and I think one of the things that frustrate me at times is that when we when we put on this cloak, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of times when we tout ourselves as Christians, the anger that is being uh, that is rising around some of this are from the ones that are. Uh, zealous at times and have taken a, a kind of a wayward tangent. Um, my goodness, uh, it goes into, and I, I'm just going to bring it up and we're going to talk a little bit about it, but conspiracy theories mm-hmm. and things that are, that, that again, we go to the internet or we go to um, 
different aspects of this whole thing, and, and both sides do yep. it. And I, I mean, left and right. And yes, what I mean yes. by that is that it could come out of the out of the blue, and if it's not called left and right, it might be called purple polka dot. I mean, <laughs> I, I, what I'm trying to say here is that we need to really ground ourselves in the yes, world. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And not ground ourselves in a group. Uh, ground ourselves in the Messiah. Yeah, absolutely. So I want to talk a little bit about that. That there's a frustration out there in, in leaders, and and we're trying to help the sheep that need uh, guidance, and we're fighting against others that are calling themselves Christians, and that are that are doing these things. They're so out there. Yes. That, that bringing them back to the center of Christ and building that foundation is a challenge. It's it's a big challenge. It's just so much, man. It's just so much. Um, the conspiracy theorists, um, if you get vaccinated, they're going to put a chip in you. And if you, it's just everything. And all of that has, <laughs> to me, has nothing to do with my relationship with Jesus Christ. Right. And guess what Satan's doing? He's making a thicket. Yes. So that we cannot get through. And what becomes the most important right. thing is the thicket rather than the gospel of Jesus Christ. And it now it's we as the family of Christ. I really like that, by the way. That, that same family of Christ. Yeah, brother. We as the family of Christ, we can't get caught up into that because if this group is vaccinated, this group is not vaccinated. So we don't want to deal with this group. We don't want to deal with that. Um, this one's left shoe. This one's right shoe. And, you know, we have to make sure we don't cross ways. That's not that's not how uh, we work in the family of Christ. Right. That has nothing to do with anything. We have to understand what this scripture says. Scripture is very plain of what's going to happen in the last days. It has nothing to do with the left shoe or the right shoe, you know, red or blue. It has nothing to do with whether you're Black Lives Matter or you're not Black Lives Matter. None of that stuff matters. Right. What really matters is Jesus Christ. That's, right. that's where we have to put our focus right now. And what does the scripture say that's going to happen in the last days? That's what we need to start unpacking. Mm. That's what we need to start understanding True. because we have so many things that can push us into hating this person when we this person we don't even really know this person right. and so now we have to get to the point as you were saying bringing people back to the Jesus Christ that we love and we talk about man it's it's, it's so frustrating it is frustrating mm -hmm. because I'm like I'm talking to people and they're looking at me cross and they don't even really know me Right. You don't know anything about me, right. but you're looking at me a little cross because of the color of my skin. Mm -hmm. We got to get away from that. Mm -hmm. You you don't want to hear me. Um, you don't want to shake my hand because of whatever the reason is. Right. What does Jesus Christ say about all of this? I, there's not anything that the Bible has not addressed. That's right. There's all things that we're dealing with. The Bible has addressed it, but we have to get to a point, And this is what the Lord has really been showing me. It's time to get the people to come back and focus on him. We really have to come into focus on the things of God mm -hmm. because 
the hardships is not gonna it's not gonna get easier. Brother, I'm telling you, it's it's, it's, it's not gonna get no, easier. No, it's not. And if we don't have a sure foundation, we're gonna start drifting away. Um and I can understand how people will start to follow the Antichrist. Mm-hmm. I can understand mm-hmm. that. I can see it mm-hmm. because we don't have, when we don't truly understand the things of God, the newest thing that seems to be good, the newest thing that seems to be nice, is trendy. Oh, yeah, that's that's like we talked about before. That's a move of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a move of the Holy Spirit. It's a little different, but it's a move of the Holy Spirit. And people start to flock to it. No, 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 we can't do that. We have to begin to see what the scripture really say. And if we are not locked in to the Holy Spirit, then we're going to start following something that has nothing to do with Jesus Christ. Yeah, and and in fact, um, the, the scriptures talk about the fact that it will look like an angel of light. Mm-hmm. It'll look like the things that are the truth or the things that are leading you to a, a eternal home where it's guiding you to a place of destruction. We better be able to do the first part to identify a wolf in sheep's clothing. That's exactly right. If we can't identify that, then we're definitely not going to be able to identify an antichrist. Mm-hmm. Or an angel of light that mm-hmm. it may seem like. Right. So um, it's a very critical time, man. It is, and I, and I think that that this is this has been something that's been, like I said, this is something that's been weighing on um, not just my mind, uh, but it's been weighing on our minds as uh, individuals that are are being called to. Uh, continue to fight the good fight, mm-hmm. and that 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 means everyone, but it also is a big deal with those that are bringing the word yes. to to those that are are wanting to hear the truths of the of of the gospel of Jesus Christ of of the things. How are you going to address these these times that we're in? You know, and so um, this very aspect of what we need to do as the body of Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. the family of Christ, we each, again, I'm going to come back now that I've talked generally, when we want to come back to the individual, it comes down to us, you, me, yes, Brother Jones and Sister Sarah and whatever, <laughs> whatever but uh, it comes down to us recognizing that as we endure the cup that we're going through right now, whether great or small or yes. whatever, that we do it in the mind and, the, and, and the, through the love of Jesus Christ. Oh, yes. For him and in calling out Maranatha, Lord Jesus, I desire you the most. Mm-hmm. I, want, I want you the most yes. in this process. And so therefore I yield myself today. What does he say? Yeah. Daily. Yes. I take daily. up my cross. Daily. Yes, absolutely. Um, it's such an important thing we need to continue to address. Be compassionate with one another. Yes. And recognizing that 
that we all have our circles of influence. God is going to be bringing individuals uh, into that circle, into that, into our lives, out of our lives. We, we're going to need to uh, adjust in the way that listening, staying so close to the Holy Spirit and His and His guidance of our lives. But um, we're each leaders, and we each have a have a wonderful gift to give others, and that's the love of Jesus and the, and the I, gospel. I, I think of this. This is a thought process of mine. The old saying goes, if, if history has a tendency to repeat itself. So, in biblical times, the church was persecuted. Uh, not just because it was the start of it, I mean, but if they were persecuted for what they preached uh, representing Jesus Christ, you know, yes, it was over there in, you know, it was a Western culture and different things like that. But my thought process is what makes us think that the church is still not going to be persecuted? Right. It's if history repeats itself, then it has to happen again. And are we going to be ready to fight that? We um, we go a lot, uh, and I'm not a person that you know is going to move out into the middle of the woods and try to you know take down the government or anything like that. That's not what I'm getting at. But we understand that in biblical times, lawmakers were the ones that would come against the church. We can't be oblivious to that. Mm-hmm. We can't be oblivious to that because. We know that Jesus Christ, and when the church gets unified, that, oh my gosh, that can be the most powerful revolution ever. That's right. That's right. And we're not talking with guns. Yes. Or how many, no, how many no, rounds no. of ammunition? No, no, no. We're we talking about a violent no, revolution. Right. We're talking about a revolution that begins to really, I, I won't say revolution, I'll say revival. Right. Let's say revival. Let's say revival. It, right. it will start the greatest revival that, that, that man has ever seen because we're all on one accord. And the common denominator in all of this is Jesus Christ That's and it. his love and his power to save. Speaking of that, and, and I'm, I'm just going to take it from the United States. We kind of, we, we absolutely, that's where we live, the United States. But let's let's go across the seas, uh, ocean, real quick, and and go to Afghanistan and Iran. Yes, it, I think you know this, but um, Afghanistan and Iran are the fastest growing churches. Yes, and they're under tribulation. Absolutely, great tribulation. Absolutely, and so therefore, we we need to make sure that. And I spoke about this last time I spoke. I talked about being becoming comfortably numb, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. We have got to fight against it in ourselves and be very aware that that in itself is one of those angels of light in the sense of like, well, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Or I'm comfortable. Yes. And it's okay to be comfortable, but if you are letting that let get you comfortably numb... <laughs> And what I mean by being, it's okay to be comfortable. It's okay to be living in the Lord and 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 recognizing the blessings and 
at the same time giving yourself away recognizing that what i have been given is just his anyway yes absolutely and so therefore as i as i give of myself i want to let him lead me and 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 lead in others lives and bring them closer to the lord i mean these are the great things in the way that the lord is doing but over there in afghanistan and iran um this whole process is they are being challenged oh yes and and uh and now you know with the isis taliban and and all of that they're absolutely seeking out the church seeking out those christians and ready to destroy um and 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 they have been um so it, it, it is and to just to add to that we got to be aware because we never thought that the Taliban or whoever attacked us 9/11 we never thought there would be an assault on US soil mm-hmm. and it was a great shock to all of us but <clears throat> we're here that's right we have to be aware of this. We we can't go to sleep now, like you said, going numb. We can't. Right. I mean, this. Um, and I, I'm not trying to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but my or a heart. Dooms, doomsday era. Or yeah, like yeah. That. But when you start to speak of the last days and you understand scripture, your message may get a little dark to yeah. some people. That's right. And right now. My heart is heavy. My spirit is heavy because something something's coming, mm-hmm. and it's not going to be something that you know we can all just relax in. I mean, we got to understand we really need the Lord. We need the Lord. We need His protection. We need His strength. And uh, that'll that you know when I when I and when I say protection, I I say the. It's the comfort of knowing that He is all we need. Yes. It's the protection of the understanding that, and it's 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 real hard sometimes to just think, I got to I got to protect myself. I've got to protect my family, and we right. gather each other in and that kind of thing, and and we we go inward quick, right? And what God is is uh, what the Holy Spirit is is calling us to do is is to take that which is in us. Jesus Christ, the mm-hmm. power of, right, and to allow Him to be given away, right, to those that are around us. We so have to get Jesus. Yes, we have to get Jesus. You know, at the forefront. Yeah. We do, man. Uh, you know, this world. You know, they they're looking for so much peace, and that and that's why I, I said, in any religion that you study all the religions that there are in the world the common denominator that they want is peace mm-hmm. everything you know that they do uh, yoga uh, Rastafari they, I just want to have peace and be at one mm-hmm. you know that and they're, they're, they may say it in a different way but ultimately all they want is peace in their life and, <laughs> and I'm, I want people to understand that the only way to get that is through Jesus Christ That's right. it, it really is you know, I mean, people are so, they're looking for so much, but they don't want to deny themselves. Christ, Christianity, 
is one of the only uh, uh, religions that teach the denial of what we want. Mm -hmm. It's one of the only ones. I mean, you know, it's, oh yeah, you can get drunk a little bit. No, Christianity teaches against being drunk. Right. You know, it's okay to have a little girlfriend on the side, you know, as long as your wife is okay with it. Christianity teaches against that. Absolutely. You know, uh, so people, we have to get to a place where we just, okay, I have to deny myself. It doesn't mean that, you know, <laughs> it's just totally going to go away and you won't have challenges against these mm -hmm. things. Oh, yeah, you'll have challenges. I mean, I'm not blind. I see pretty women still. Sure. Let's be real. Sure. I do. But I ain't going nowhere. Right. For one, I don't want to mess up my family. Right. And I don't want my wife to beat me up either. <laughs> so, but, no. <laughs> but honestly, yeah. you know, the consequence, you know, is that my family could be lost and they may not they may not ever want to hear anything about Jesus Christ. True. Because uh, well, that's what uh, daddy used to preach all the time. And look what he did. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's it's just simply we have to deny ourselves and continue to deny ourselves as we draw closer to God because man it's getting worse man it's, <laughs> Lord have mercy well all the time one of the things that that Eddie and I have um, talked about many times here and and um, is is the sanctification the the holiness of God letting mm -hmm. uh, setting us apart being in uh, and amongst the world but not of, of it. the world yeah right, right right and so as as we allow the yielding or the 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 understanding, and I, and I was going to try to say it a different way, but many times I bring it back to this. But that that letting that dross, that stuff that is not needed, to come to the surface where God is able to scoop down and and to to pull it aside and say, I, I see yeah. my son's reflection in you. Yes, and, absolutely. And where where we're becoming uh, more like Christ and in these areas. This is what God is, is, is wanting us to do, especially during these times, so that we are, uh, well, spotless <laughs> in a way, right? We're, right. we're not going to be perfected until we see him face to face. Right. But, but in this day and age and in this time, Letting him do a greater work in us Absolutely. than we ever thought. Absolutely. Could have ever imagined to be done. Letting him work through us in a way. Uh, he is the way, the truth, and the life. And that, what a wonderful thing. And that that's the whole process of it, man. And that takes, yes, it takes time. But it gets to a point where being with the, in fellowship with the Lord becomes more important than anything else. You know, uh, understanding that the sanctification process, you know, there's, it's an everyday battle, you know, because there's always something that comes about, you know. This particular trial makes, makes me want to react this way, but I can't because I'm being sanctified. Sure. So, you know, I, I want to do it my way. I want to do it like this, but no, I can't. That old, that old man, that old nature. Yes, absolutely. He just needs to be. He needs to go. He needs to go. That old nature is always <laughs> there, and you know. But when you have that inner war of the 
the new nature and the old nature going at it and but we're feeding more into that new nature mm-hmm. by you know listening to the word and reading the word or uh, surrounding ourselves with brothers and sisters in Christ that can really continue to challenge us to get better and continue to stay better that's how we continue to overcome and stay in the sanctification process that's right who it's a decision yes and, yes. and it's it's a decision of who you're going to feed right Right. You're going to make that old nature weaker? <laughs> right, right. By not starving it? By starving it. Right, yes, sir. Or you're going to feed, you know, if, let's feed the new oh, creation, yes. the new creature, and that, that one that is that is heavy towards the Lord, uh, leaning that way. And, mm-hmm. you know, you know we, we talked about uh, as men, you know, maybe seeing a pretty woman, um, uh, a pretty woman, and, and bouncing your eyes, uh, saying, no, no, no. Now right. I know I got better things to do than right. that. Absolutely. You know. And uh you know, or uh if you're inclined to the drink, no no no. I know I've got better ways in which I need to put my funds towards or my time towards mm-hmm. or instead of losing time because I've I've lost it in drunkenness or, yes. or or stupor or whatever, I'm now finding that I'm revived in a new way, in a new form, in a new uh I'm a new creation. And the Lord is, and I want to, so I want to say this, uh, that if you are struggling with some of these things, and we all do, but, but if you're lost within it, yes. there are ways to find through mentoring, through, uh, through counseling and through processes, uh, please understand that these aren't just words coming out that we don't, wouldn't have tools for you to do that to, to, or individuals that, that you um, need to, to to seek out. We want you to know that that is absolutely available. And if you need to call, please call the office at 812-268-0088 or uh, get a hold of us here at the office and on Sunday or whatever the case may be. But seek out that so that we can help restore that which God wants to work for his good. And can I interject something right there? Um, make that call. Yeah. And let me say something to the man that you know may hear this, or the woman that may hear this. Uh, man, brother, let me say this: Don't get so wrapped up in being a man that you can't cry. <laughs> I know that. Yeah, that sounds weepy, and that makes you feel weak as a man, but. The stronghold that's on your life that you wish to break and you want to break, it comes to that point where we have to just cry out to God. Mm-hmm. You know, it may be your, it may be an addiction to alcoholism or an addiction to porn or, um, you know, you went upside your wife's head or whatever you, whatever it is, you know, abusive, uh, verbally abusive, pride, pride, right, anything, you know. That that thing that we really want to be released, and we're praying about it, man. Sometimes it's just in that moment where we release and just cry out to God. And sometimes it, I've been there. I've mm-hmm. been there, mm-hmm. where it's just tears rolling down my face. Right. It didn't alter my masculinity. I'm still very much 100% man. That's right. That doesn't. I think you're more man when you can admit the fact that this thing is getting the better of me and I really need help. 
There's nothing wrong with asking for help. There's nothing wrong with making that call right. and saying, hey, I need help with this. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's, what, that's all it's about. And I guarantee you, sometimes that's that one point where we can really let the Lord in because we've just moved out the way. Yeah. That pride, we just moved it out the way. And now the Lord said, now I can work. That's right. That's now right. I can work. That's absolutely. And, and, and sister, you know, the same is, is much uh, on your side as well. You know, we, we know that gossiping is, is, a, is, is, is a way where God gets, uh, or I say uh, Satan gets in the way and, 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 uh, and that bitterness starts or we get a divide against another, even another Christian gal and, yes. you know, and we, or their family or, or we think um, it, there's just a lot of different things or if it's along the lines of fantasy. You know, where the, oh, longing for, you know, I wish my husband was like that, and, and this fantasy mm-hmm. uh, forming into your mind, and, yeah. and you're, now you've got an emotional affair going on, and, and these different things, and don't hesitate. Yes, yes. Call out for that help. Recognize where the Holy Spirit is working in your life so that you're not trapped up in the thicket. Yes. You know, so, uh, we say it again. Uh, Satan is going to cause these thickets, and we're going to get wrapped up in them if we don't submit them unto God, who can just weed that out quick mm-hmm. and bring him right back to you, which his arms are wide open. So compassionate. His yes. heart is longing yes. for, for you uh, to come unto him. All who are weak and weary and heavy laden. Yes. Come and find your rest. Amen. Right? Well, Sam, can you go ahead and have a word of prayer with us as we wrap this up here today, and then I'll wrap it up as we close this time together. Yes, sir. Father, it's in the name of Jesus that we come. We thank you, Lord, for this time that you have allowed us to share our heart, oh God. Father, we we thank you, oh Lord, for those that are listening. Father, we thank you, oh God, for just the ministry at Crossroads the ministry that uh, is in Steve and Pastor Eddie, Pastor Kurt, and everyone that has a part in this ministry, God, we just thank you for them. Now, God, we ask you, Lord, to just touch those that were listening, oh God, those that were under the sound of our voice. God of heaven, Lord, we ask you, Lord, just to allow them to come forth. Oh, Father, we ask you, Lord, to just allow these words, oh God, to resonate in their heart, their spirit, their mind, in the name of Jesus. And help it, oh God, to allow them to change, oh God. Mm -hmm. Father, I pray, oh Lord, that you just strengthen your people everywhere. Father, I pray, oh Lord, those that have scales on their eyes, Lord, I pray that they begin to fall off in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. God of heaven, Lord, those that are blocked, O God, by a demonic attack, O God. Father, I pray, O Lord, that you drive back the hand of the enemy, O God, the weight and the pressure and the unrest Mm -hmm. and the uneasiness that's going on in this world. Father, I pray, O God, that you begin to lighten the load in the name of Jesus, Lord. Let people surrender more 
more to you, O God, even our brothers and sisters in the family of Christ. God, let them yield to your way even more, O God. Let them understand your promises, O God. Let them understand that you will never leave them nor forsake them, O God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I ask you, Lord, these things. We know you're able, and we look forward, O God, to complete deliverance and healing, O God, in our families, in our natural lives, O God, and as the body of Christ as a whole. And we thank you in Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, brother. Yes, thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad that you had a chance to come on in. I know this is wrapping up your time of of uh i was gonna say rest um with your (laughs) with your new baby uh having a chance to to help out uh mama uh but it's not been too much rest no it hasn't been a lot of rest (laughs) no but it has been a help yes absolutely uh you start back uh, at work tomorrow off of this uh short leave that you've had and uh, so our blessings are upon you as you go in. Thank you. Going back Thank into you. there, and, and of course on your wife as she's yes. going to need to double up a little bit oh, on some yes. of the things. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, and of course all the the, the the rest of the children is is uh, there. They're working uh, alongside with everything else that's going along. So uh, yeah, it's uh, life keeps on uh, cruising along, and and it uh, sure does. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we are so thankful that you are here today. Um, thank you, folks, for uh, taking the time. Uh, this might be a new record. We might have gone to the longest podcast we've ever done. <laughs> oh, oh, my. But that's okay. Um, maybe I should put this as a two-parter. But but uh, that's okay. I think I'm just going to string it right out there to make sure that... But it was good, right? Yes, absolutely. Um, we needed to continue to talk about the cup and what the extent of that the relevancy of life and that's exactly what these podcasts in the middle of the week are talking about that relevancy that where the rubber hits the road uh away from sunday yes that monday through through saturday and uh recognizing that that's most of the time right we're not in we're here in the word uh for uh, and, and worship uh, an hour uh, on on sunday maybe <laughs> yes. touching base on some other things but that's where really in the midst of it all. That's why we've got to stay close to the Word. Amen. Um, we've got to uh, um, stay close to understanding that uh, we've got to stay connected to the vine, and, and that's what this is all about. So thank you, Sam. Thanks for being here with me today. Thank you for listening in, and uh, may God just bless you and continue to encourage you folks as you're going out from this place uh, and and on into the rest of your week. Um, Yeah, let's keep on fighting the good fight. Amen. All right. Till next week, we'll say goodbye. Thanks again. Bye-bye.